Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. It seems that some are confused about God's expectations for believers, or it may be that they simply ignore His Word. The inescapable truth is that God demands that believers not only know Jesus, but live out that knowledge by faith. Today on Drawing Near, we are commanded to walk and live in Jesus. What does this mean? Let's explore that together. Please take your Bible and turn to Colossians chapter 2 and join me for Thankfully Walking in Jesus. As we prepare for our study, let's go to the Lord in prayer together. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this day, another opportunity to walk before you, to grow in the knowledge of you and your will and your wisdom, to be able to grow in such a way, Father, that we can not only become more like Jesus, but that we can share what it means to become more like Jesus or share with a lost person the saving knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, we not only thank you for the knowledge that we receive through your word and through fellowship with you, but we thank you for the gospel and the Holy Spirit's work in us that enables us to live these things out. Now help us, Father, to understand rightly your word. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our study today will focus on Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. In preparation for our study, We're going to read verses 1 through 7 today. So Colossians 2, verse 1. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have on your behalf, and for those who are at Laodicea, and for all those who have not personally seen my face, that their hearts may be encouraged, having been knit together in love, and attaining to all the wealth that comes from the full assurance of understanding, resulting in a true knowledge of God's mystery that is, Christ himself, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this so that no one will delude you with persuasive argument. For even though I am absent in body, nevertheless I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good discipline and the stability of your faith in Christ. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith just as you were instructed, and overflowing with gratitude. According to the passage we've just read, in Jesus Christ, we have knowledge and wisdom. We have those mental spiritual tools necessary for right thinking. And Paul is rejoicing in the discipline and the stability of the faith of the Colossian people in Christ Jesus. And so based on everything that they have, Paul's witness, Paul's spiritual presence, the knowledge, the wisdom, their stability, their strength, all of these things that they have, Paul says, and he commands them, therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. It is obvious to Paul that the believers in Colossia have received Christ Jesus the Lord, and they've received him solidly. Their lives have been regenerated. Their lives have been changed. 
They are thinking right. They are living in Jesus Christ. Paul is pleased and rejoicing with what he sees. But yet he firmly says in verse 6, so walk in him. Now the language there is, so continually walk with him. It's not just walk in him right now. It's the idea that you have been walking in him, continue walking in him. What does it mean to walk in Jesus? Well, it clearly means that we are to live out day by day our faith in Jesus Christ. When we get saved, we are enjoined to Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. When Jesus Christ died, we died with Christ. Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but it is Christ who lives in me. So we are in Jesus Christ. We are saved because we are in Jesus Christ. But we also live in this world. We are to walk every day, live every day in the knowledge, in the presence, in the power of Jesus Christ, in his saving, sanctifying power. That's how we are to walk. This clearly calls us to action or activity. It's not enough to just know Jesus. It's not enough to know the biblical truths. By faith, we must live them out. We must do them. We must walk in that knowledge. And then verse 7 says, Having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith. So Paul tells the Colossian people, they are to continue walking in Christ Jesus because they have been firmly rooted. They have deep roots in the gospel, in Jesus Christ. They are well established in Jesus Christ. And now they are being built up in him. It's the picture of a tree being well rooted and established and growing tall. Many people who deal with trees tell us that the root structure of most trees is as big underground as the tree is above ground. So being rooted is very, very important, and it affects how big or how tall or how expansive a tree can become. And so we as believers need to be firmly rooted and then be built up. But note, the language seems to indicate that we're not rooting ourselves and building ourselves up and establishing our faith, but rather these things have been done in us. This is God and the Holy Spirit's work, and as they work, we simply respond by faith in doing what we learn and what we're taught, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in Jesus. We're to walk in Jesus. We're rooted in Jesus. We are built up in Jesus Christ, and we are to be established in our faith. Faith in our hearts and lives, our walk in Jesus Christ, is to be clearly present and established. It is to be consistent and ongoing. It's not something that should be fleeting. Here today, gone tomorrow, here one minute, gone another. If we have a sinful temper problem, that should become something that is controlled. That needs to be surrendered to Jesus Christ. We grow in Jesus Christ, and then we grow to control our temper or our other emotions or our impulses, or our lusts and desires. We are to be firmly established in our faith. 
That includes knowledge of God's Word and His will for our life and the ability to live out that knowledge. And that's emphasized in the next phrase. Establish in your faith just as you were instructed. We need to be taught how to live for Christ, and then we need to live it. And all of this is to be while we are overflowing with gratitude. Gratitude for what? For God's grace and mercy in saving us, in having Jesus Christ die on the cross to pay for our sins so that we might be forgiven, in giving us peace with God, fellowship with him, for having the knowledge of God's will and his word, having this understanding that results in God rooting us, building us up, and establishing us in the faith. As we grow in Christ, we see more and more the blessings of salvation, and so we should be overflowing with gratitude. Now pause for just a moment. Overflowing. That's not just saying being thankful. That's like having a glass of water. It's one thing to have a glass of water. It's another thing to have a glass that's overflowing constantly with water. We're not just to fill it up. It's to spill over. And that's what our lives are to do. We are to be so thankful for all that God has done, so filled with gratitude, that gratitude just constantly overflows and bubbles out of our lives. It's overflowing and making a mess of gratitude all over everything and everyone else. That's what we are to do. It's not just saying, thank you, Father. It's living overflowing with gratitude. I hope that makes sense to you. I hope that you understand God's call for us to walk in Christ Jesus, to be firmly rooted and built up in him and established in our faith by trusting in Jesus and surrendering to the Holy Spirit's leadership, by receiving the instruction that God provides to us through his word, his Holy Spirit, and his preachers and teachers, and doing all of this, walking in Christ, overflowing with gratitude. I hope we are so thankful to the Father that our gratitude just makes a mess everywhere. (laughs) Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for these words. And I thank you, Father, for all that you have done in establishing us and rooting us and building us up in Christ. I pray, Father, that we would not be obstinate, that we would not be rebellious and hard-hearted, but that we would be tender and sensitive and easily molded into what you want us to be in Christ Jesus. I ask these things in his name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.